0: Hello and happy core to you, continuing order in religious education. We're here to exalt Jesus, our Christ, to look to Him, Amen, for all that we need, our sustenance, our strength, through our struggles, our strife. We need Jesus. We need Jesus. We need to transfer everything to Jesus. We need to be transparent with Jesus, and we need to walk in truth before Jesus. I want you, Amen, to know that you can do nothing without Him in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today, we're in 1 Thessalonians chapter three. There's a clause here that's very, very interesting. Paul is writing to this commendable church. First of all, let me say it's a commendable church. He commends them in chapter one for their work of faith. Remember, we dealt with that, that faith is work. For you to believe God takes work. It's not gonna come easy. It's not always going to be received easy. Sunday, we dealt with Joshua going in with faith and then focus. Amen. Fight, fortitude, and fortune. Remember that? And the fact of the matter is, there will be days in your life where faith is going to be tough. You're going to have to fight to keep the faith. You're going to have to fight to believe in God. You're going to have to fight to be still before God. And so he commends them for their work of faith, their labor of love. And they were no they were they were known for their love for God and for one another. Jesus said, The world will know you're my disciples by the love you show for one another. So they were known for their work of love, I mean the work of faith, the labor of love, and their steadfastness or perseverance and hope. They never lost their hope. And and we can't lose our hope in spite of all the mess that we see out of Washington, DC, the social injustice. Uh, all of the unrest, the chaos, we got to be steadfast in Jesus, that the Lord is going to move in his own time and perfect that which concerned of him. Now, so he commends this. This is a commendable church, but here in chapter three, he talks about Timothy, one of his sons in the faith, that they were worried. They didn't have telephone, text messages, phones. They were worried about their faith so they sent Timothy and Timothy brought back a good report. And Paul says that he was satisfied with the report. He was glad for the report. But then Paul talks about in verse four of chapter three of 1 Thessalonians, for verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation. Now let's stop Paul's part. The life of a believer is truth, transference, trust, and tribulation. Tribulation is part of our walk. In this world, Jesus said, you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Tribulation is something that every believer must go through, endure, pray through, live through work through, believe through, tribulations won't stop. And and there are some churches that preach that tribulations tribulations won't stop. As sure as we are alive, you're either in trouble this morning, just coming out of trouble, getting ready to go into trouble. Trouble is, is universal, and we need to understand, we need to have a mindset for warfare, for trouble, for tribulations. So Paul says he says that he had told you before that we should suffer tribulations. Even, listen, as it came to pass, and ye know, for this cause, when we could no longer forbear, I sent uh, to know your faith, lest by, listen this, some means the tempter, talking about Satan now, the tempter have tempted you and our labor be in vain. That is, we are fighting to keep the faith. We are fighting to maintain love. We are fighting to have a steadfast hope, but we're also fighting to counter Satan. Satan is at work, and he wants to overthrow the faith of the redeemed. He wants to stop them from believing. He wants to hinder how they walk, hinder their whole theological approach. And so Paul says in verse five, and this is my text, for this cause, for what cause? What was the last thing mentioned in the text? Contextually, that the tempter would come to overthrow your faith. So Paul says, for this cause, since the tempter's gonna come, since the tempter's gonna be about his work, since the tempter wants to overthrow what you believe, since the tempter wants to disrupt your thinking processes, since the tempter wants to to get inside of your emotions and your psychological makeup. He said, for this cause, for this cause, Uh uh-oh, he says, hallelujah, when I could no longer forbear. And he says in verse four, I told you before that you should suffer tribulation. Now, now watch the extension of this And, and before he gets to Timothy showing up. The tempter will come to tempt you and our labor be in vain. All that we laid for Jesus would be disrupted and uprooted if we don't maintain your faith. And so Paul is saying that the tempter, verse five, would come, the tempter would overthrow your faith. The tempter would tempt you to not be satisfied with the Lord's sufficiency. The tempter will come to make you think you're missing out on something. And Paul says, later on verse 10, we're praying night and day night and day exceedingly, that we might see your face. Paul was concerned about what the tempter would do, amen, and they prayed against the tempter. We have to learn to pray against the devil. We got to learn to understand the word of God and pray against some of the routes, some of the things that the tempter would want to do in disrupting and overthrowing and discouraging your belief system. God is not showing us everything. God is not writing everything on the wall. God is not sending us emails. Some things God will be silent on, and we just have to trust him with a quiet trust. Lord, you're working it out. I'm thanking God for you. I'm I'm thanking you, Lord, for working it out. But Paul says, I told you that we would have to suffer tribulations. So as you examine your life, what tribulations are you going through that are common to all believers? Think about it. Uh, worry, fret, feigning, lack of faith, uh, lack of finances, uh, children who may be wayward. Think, think about all the ways that Satan comes in to disrupt us, our peace. And he can disrupt our peace by pinpointing things that may be important to us, but not the priority. Changing our minds, changing our attention, moving us from one angle to another. All that is Satan repertoire. So since Paul said, I told you that you would be tried through tribulations, Let's start praying that God would give us his presence, peace, and power in the midst of our tribulations. That we won't get all shook up, messed up. Amen. That we would just be still and know that he is God. That goes for me, that goes for you. Because the devil throws diversionary measurements and bombs at us. What is a diversion? Is when he blows something up over here For you to stop concentrating on something over here. We are not ignorant, Paul said, of his devices, his schemes. So let's just be still and trust the Lord with the end product. And you will have peace. In Jesus' name we love.